Uh, hey, everybody, it's time for a trending Twitter Tuesday episode. And uh, it was, uh, I guess, a Twitter, Twitter, Twitter trends here in front of me. And I guess I'll pay, have to pick out between them. But I was thinking of something I ha- we hadn't talked about in a while. Uh, the great Morley Safer, who who, uh, who 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 used to be like a partner. You know, we we were part um, unofficially. We were partners in in uh, investigation, and we had a lot of good times. And I miss Morley greatly. And there's some older episodes in the archives. I don't even know how they're labeled, but. Uh, like more, I try to give you the briefest version of how I came to work with Morally Safer. Now, the more you know, anyone that knows Morally Safer is maybe saying uh, this is simply isn't true, and it could be that. Like, I'll acknowledge those things right up front. Uh, like, here's the two possibilities: when I explain to you how I first met Morally Safer, that I met Morally Safer, and we continued to have adventures in. Um, investigative journalism in action, like with a lot of action. Or I met a man I miss, I, I assumed was morally safer, and he humored me. And, and, but again, uh, he, he, I called him morally safer and uh, morally, and we tried to, I wanted to open up a, like, a, like an investigation thing, morally and morally. And he didn't like that. So that makes me say, well, if he has an opinion, if he was just humoring me, he would have said yes to the, like everything I said. Like, can we be roommates? Well, I'm married. And no. Uh, so, so like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, that kind of puts a hole in that argument possibly. But I can see how it could be raised. And uh, and you could say there's more than one morally safer. I mean, to that, my heart would shed tears because to me there is only one. Uh, he had sweet, dulcet tones, and, and, and whatever. I, lo- I love Morley Safer, and I let some time pass, but I've been thinking about uh, Morley a lot lately because, like, uh, it wasn't long ago, a couple of years ago, that we were on a case, and I, like, wanted to tell you. Oh, first I was going to tell everybody that's new uh, how I met Morley. Yeah, the details are in the episode, but basically I was at a performance of uh, one of my father's musicals at his retirement community in Florida, and I'd already seen it, like, uh, sorry, Dad, but I'd seen it a few times. This was years ago, a couple of years ago, and I looked across the room uh, at a, like, a moment when my dad wasn't on stage, you know, like a, some sort of exposition. There wasn't even singing going on. This was a performance of the Broadway classic MAME, M-A-M-E. But I looked across the room and I locked eyes with a man I was sure was morally safer. And then I, uh, like, made sure we ran into each other. Like, I, I actually tried to tie, I think I tried to tie my shoe in front of him. And then we, uh, our first adventure kind of was, like, you should listen to it maybe and fall asleep to it. But we uh, helped his brother. This was in Florida, so I had great ideas for, for you know, busting water barons and and whatever. But fate had other plans for us, which was, uh, I don't know if we had any other cases, but the, the last case that, was, that I publicly shared was, uh, like, uh, it was an attempt by Plutonians, uh, which this has all been covered up very, like, uh, very, very, very well. Uh, and I think there was a, like the, the egg coloring barons, the barons that control the egg coloring business. Uh, I don't know how they were involved with Pluto, Pluto, 
was somehow the, the Pluto to, wanted to mess with our moon. I don't really exist, even though it's on the case, I was, you know, I was in, in, involved, but Morley and I cracked that case. And there may be other cases, but this was another case when I was in Florida, uh, you know, years ago, back when, uh, like Morley, as I talked about before, I would call him and he would say, who is this? Uh, and he would, like, he would always ask, uh, you know, for other, he, he also, he called me Derek, like, uh, so he'd say, who is this? I'd say, it's Scoots. Uh, I got, I got a, I got a hot tip, uh. And he'd say, I'm sorry, who, whom? I think he would use proper English. Uh, and then he'd say, do you know any scoots? i say, Drew, Drew, the guy at the sleep podcast. And he'd say, okay. He said, does he have anything? You know, he'd list the, the great podcast. And, you know, he'd say, uh, you know, like, like, he'd say, like, okay, is it like a criminal or uh, 99% invisible? Or Alice isn't on, you know, Alice at the, the farm, the Night Vale, Alice Farm one. I mean, he he said it much more clearly than that. Or he said, "What about a harm? Is it, you work, do you work on Harmontown?" I said, "No, no, no, Morley. It's your buddy." And he said, "And then I then I like I knew he he knew who Derek was." And they'd be like, "Hold on, I actually I'm just I'm Derek's assistant." And then he'd say, "Derek, oh holy cow, we were just talking about Derek." Uh, like, uh, and then he'd say, Can you "Put Derek on the phone." And I think he was messing with me because he wouldn't even really change my voice. I'd be like, hey, are you morally? I, I guess I would feel more comfort, confident being Derek, knowing Morley wanted to talk to me. So maybe it was that's how brilliant he was. I'd say, hey, Morley, it's Derek. What's up? And he'd say, not much. He goes, who's that goofball you got working for you? And i say, I don't know. So, so he goes, don't worry. I'm working on that. He's just a kid. Morley said, he sounds like he's like in his 40s, but he, and I said, don't worry, Morley, I'm on it. And then we would share niceties. And some reason, I guess, like, like, uh, this is more revealing about me. I really, like, like, when I'm a regular human just being myself, I really have trouble operating as a human being. And we've talked about this on the show, but I think I can be a human being through, through the method acting process because I really don't have any skills on making small talk. And again, I would attribute this to brilliance morally safer in that, uh, like, if I was Derek, Derek's great at small talk. Like, I wouldn't even know what to ask morally. But Derek did. He'd say, morally, you uh, blah, 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 blue. And, and, and so, but anyway, so I said, morally, I'm going to be in town. You know, we got to catch up. We got to hang. And he said, which town? I said, oh, Florida. I, I want to meet you in Florida. I got, I got something. I said, I got some, some things I've been thinking about here. And he said, really? And I said, yeah, I've, I've been thinking about all our cases are, have been in the past have been related to Easter. And, you know, Easter is this colorful pastel season. But I got, I got a case of the blues. And he said, oh, no, Derek, what's wrong? And I said, no, no, our case is related to the color blue. And he said, really? And I, he said, he sounds great. When, you know, when, when let me pick you up. Uh, and I'll skip to, you know, the real boring parts of me getting to Florida and then meeting up with Morley and them him, him and like, uh, and then me, like, I guess even my physical things change when I'm Derek. So then having to like become Derek. So Morley would recognize me. And then my issues with, geez, I, I think I look the same. How come, like, why can't, why can't I and more, why do I have to be Derek? Uh, 
this is what I'd say in the bathroom, in the stall, like, uh, like standing, like in the stall, trying to figure out, like, composed Derek, uh, why can't he just like me? I want to hang, like, uh, and then, Der- you know, Derek's not a, unfortunately, Derek's not a facet of my personality where he'd say, just be, you know, like, that would have been useful. Just pull it together, Scoots, uh. Like, Derek is just, I just really let Morley call me Derek, and it does something, like, it's method, uh, method delusion more than method acting, which is uh, pretty much how this whole podcast runs, uh, but, uh, oh boy. Uh, if any clinicians are listening, you know, don't worry about this part. It's all, this is fiction, this is fictional, or journalists, uh, like, uh, or little children, you know, dream big. One day, you could hang with your favorite, uh, you know, your favorite, like, if you want to hang with, whether it's Al Franken or Kennedy, Cruz, Cornyn, whatever, Clapper, whoever, whichever figure, public figure that happens to be catching trends, uh, maybe one day they could, you know, I think it's the best of both worlds. In case, especially in a politician, like Morley, you know, I, I would have liked him to know who I am. But I guess in a political sense, you know, then you'd be covered both ways because they wouldn't even be able to get a hold of you if they needed something. In this case, you morally just wanted to hang, like, hanging with Derek was enough. Uh, though I honestly suspect he's such a kind-hearted person that uh, what he was really doing was just, uh, like, uh, giving me the gift of Derek, uh, my internal Derek. And we were in sun- su- southern Florida on this case, and... Uh, so Morley and I, we got, we got moving and like, we're in a car and he said, so what's the case? And I said, Morley, you got a smartphone, right? And then, and then we taught, you know, we, he gave me his personal philosophy, which will remain private on smartphones. And I said, are you familiar with blue light? Uh, and he said, the blue light special. I said, well, that's part of it, Morley. That is part of it. I said, but there's this uh, blue light that comes out of electronic devices and as someone uh, who works very like uh, like tangentially in the sleep business, uh, it's not good for your sleep. Again, I don't know exactly what it does. I think it wakes your brain up. Basically, makes you think you're looking at the sun. And it's one of these things that's been messing people's sleep up. And remember, this was a few years ago. So when you hear this, uh, like uh, Apple's working on uh, night shift and all these other. Like a flux and all these things, they were just getting getting attention. And morally, you know, he he's like, okay. So he goes, I understand. He goes, so we got all these devices, and not only is it a temptation to use them at bedtime, but it's also uh, damaging at bedtime because of the, the, the light. And I said exactly. And then he talked about his trusty book and how he never brings a book, or he always brings a book. Uh, and he pulled his book out of his bag, and then he started reading. And then he was joking, though. He said, don't worry, Derek, I'm listening. He goes, I was just going to do it. And I said, okay, Morley. And he said, what's the case part of this? What's the mystery? And I said, how is this for a dose of Monday motivation, Morley? And he said, today's is Tuesday, Derek. And I said, no, no, my Monday motivation yesterday. I was thinking about all the blue lights are getting into these phones, and... I was thinking about it, and if you looked at it, I go, I'm no, I don't have any, I don't know how to map anything or graph anything. 
But I think if you looked at a graph of the rise of blue light in devices or devices that distribute blue light, it will correspond in the reverse uh, to the downfall of the blue light special in the K- in Kmart. And Morley said, you really? And he goes, uh, he goes, are you sure it isn't like, uh, he goes, you're just not finding something about causation bias or so. I said to Morley, you don't call me, ca- I'm not causally biased. I love all causeways. Uh, actually, no, I don't. I, I don't, ca- aren't causeways damaging because they block, uh, I like causeways that water can flow underneath. And I don't know enough about it. I said, yeah, I love all causeways because you're on your way someplace wet, uh, right? And that was the silence that greeted me. And Morley said, Derek, uh, what's the big deal? And I said, it's suspicious is the big deal. I said, how do you think they're getting the blue? And they said, he, he said the blue lights from the Kmart into the devices. It's it's um, It's got to be... Uh, I said, it's, it could be the, I said, I don't know about light barons because light bulbs are so cheap. Uh, so it's probably not a baroning business, but I said, so it probably is the, like someone like our old nemesis and nemesis of the Plutonians. And Morley shook his head and he said, okay, Derek. Uh, and he said, if you called everybody, you know, the rest of the team. And I said, they don't take my call. They only take your calls, you know, Glenn Greenwald and. And Eddie Snowden, Leslie, you know, none of them I'm allowed to call that. Even Glenn Greenwald, he, I, for some reason he doesn't. He says, uh, I've tried everything. Double, he definitely doesn't like double G. And sometimes I even say good, 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 because I get nervous when I'm on a conference call with him. Like, because uh, I, I don't know, he's got like the six cents for conference calls, because uh, I've been on a few with Morley. And uh, I just don't say anything. They be- it beeps. I don't. I don't beep in. And then Glenn, he's always like, "Is someone else on this call?" And then he always says, "I can hear you." And they say, "Good, good, good." And he says, "It's is that Derek?" And I say, "It is." Uh, and he says, "Okay, Derek." He goes, "Call in in five more minutes." Uh, and then one, this is not the most honest behavior. Especially when you're with Morley, but this was this is another situation. But those are essential members of the team. You know w- w- their opinions on me, notwithstanding, they're essential uh, members of the team for for the final part, not the investigation. That's just Morley and Borley together again. Then they started singing like songs like that, and Morley took a nap and. Uh, I, I started to think he's right. Like, uh, my, I got carried away with my Monday motivation and I don't know why, like I only picked Florida and, I, and then I said, okay, well, let me find where there's some Kmart. So I started looking for Kmart's and I, I found one not that far and I pulled in and uh, like, uh, I, I, like Morley's still napping and I said, okay, it's better. Like if he does, he's a celebrity where I, I obviously I'm not. So. I left it like the keys and, you know, left the AC on, parked in the shade, put the windows down, left a note. I said, more like, you know, whatever, like, uh, don't go eating lunch without me. That was double underlined. And not that he would, but sometimes when I'm not in full Derek, I think he catches some scoots, low self-esteem. And they says, well, I think I'll go eat. Uh, and they say, Morley, how did, and they said, I'll be in Kmart, you know. 
and I'll check if they have a Kmart cafe or a Kmart, Kmart restaurants. And, of course, when I travel, like when I'm in Morley and Morley mode, Derek Morley and Morley Safer, that Morley and Morley made up a last name for Derek. <laughs> but I haven't, like, that's as far as it goes with Derek uh, that I know about. There are times, you know, where I, I think it, sometimes I go traveling, but uh, I don't know where Derek takes me. But so the, in this case, when I, dare, when I do travel as Derek, I travel with some clipboards because uh, I've learned from movies that that's an essential part of being, you know, of tri- 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 trickster action, trickster activity. And then I, like, I, like I was dressed reasonably. Uh, and so then I got to the door and I said, hey, welcome to Kmart. It, it, that didn't happen. No, like another bad sign. Uh, it was a bit like a ghost town. There was like music playing, which was, uh, caused my teeth to feel furry. Like I said, you got to be kidding me. And lighting in there. And I said, finally, I headed to the front. Uh, a lot of chrome, like fluorescent and chrome and white. Uh, I don't know if they ever had like a pastel makeover, but harsh art, you would not want your picture taken in a Kmart. I tell you that much. But also, I, like, I wasn't there to judge. I was there to figure out, to get to the bottom of a possible case. Uh, and then I said, he's a manager here. And this was one where the, there was like a team like sitting on a booth up high. I don't know if they were like the, uh, you know, make whatever the retainment team or whatever. But someone came down. I said, how can you help you, sir? Unfortunately, I didn't have anything in the clipboard. So that was like a giveaway uh, that I noticed right as the person, they looked at my clipboard and I had my pencil poised to, to write on a, um, empty clipboard, but I just listened to someone, uh, talking about those, like when those people are collecting signatures, one of their messages is, uh, to push the clipboard into your hands. And that somehow that, and I said, I said, Oh, I'm here, uh, I'm here. I'm a consultant. I'm here. Consults. Uh, you didn't get you don't know I'm here. And they said, really? Yes, yeah, and I'm Derek Borley. And that, gets, that has an authoritative ring to it, so that immediately caught their attention. And plus the forcing, it was a gentle forcing, like, hey, take this. And they said, well, what do you want me to do? And I said, uh, and I said, that must mean my forms didn't make it. I'm here to fix an annoying, say- I, I, my consultancy is about fixing annoying sayings. And they like I said, like, blue light special. And the the person sighed, and they said, "Really?" I said, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it all up." Uh, he said, "He said they they got because they tried. Remember, remember when they tried to bring them back the Blue Special and make it hip?" And they said, "Yeah, yeah, that was a disaster." And I said, "Okay, well, don't worry. Like we're gonna take it." He said, "Blue Light Special." I said, "Cause the blue, I never." I said, "Like they had blue plate specials at diners, I think, or some places." And I know, like, with uh, blue light with devices now, like, uh, the parent company, you know, they they look, they, they know me, Derek Borley. I'm an expert on trend. I'm an expert on trends, by the way. And I said this, but I said, no, no offense, because I know you're following corporate protocol, but I said, you don't take any selfies of yourself in here. And I said, oh, no. I said, yeah, this place is whiter than Dove. And they got to laugh, uh. 
without confusion. And I said, you know what I'm saying? I said, like, what, you know, they said, this is very harsh, uh, harsh and uh, almost ultraviolets. But I said, you know, the, the blue light specials, I said, we got to read, because that's not only is an annoying saying, but it's an annoyance, blue lights. Uh, and even these employees seem to be resigned that, the, like, uh, that the ship was slowly descending. But I said, don't worry. Uh, and I said, the first thing I'm going to need to see is some blue lights, though. I said, like, uh, I remember that technology as a boy, the blue lights on a, Paul, he said, to be honest, uh, like, I don't know if I knew what a blue light special was. My assumption was you went somewhere and you turned the blue light on, and that meant there was, like, a special. Would the blue lights, because it like, almost like a treasure hunt. I think that's where they uh, they had the right idea, if that's what they had. And this employee said, she said, I got to get back to work. Uh, and they said, really? And they said, well, not really, but this is, like, the slowest part of the day. And they said, okay, well, I said, uh, I, need, I need to get your blue lights, but I got to tell you about it. I said, if you had a treasure hunt, uh, like, what about gold, like gold bucket special? And they said, well, we don't have any. And I said, yeah, I'm just pitching. Like I said, this is part of my consulting process. Yeah, but I really should be more, I should have my investigation hat on. And they said, what kind of investigation? I said, an investigation on how to get this company back on the, Back on the winning track, uh, you know, put the K back in Kmart or put the, like, like, uh, yeah, uh, put the blue, like, put the blue, blue, the special back in blue light special. I guess that's what I'm saying, but change, take out the blue light part, so make it special. And then the person said, would you, I said, Derek Borley. And then Morley came in, he said, what in the name of Hubert Humphrey? And, uh, like, uh, then the manager was like, uh, is that Morley safer? And I said, it's my partner. More, but he said, uh, no, that's Mur Murray Sanders, uh, a Hubert Humphrey fan. And, and I said, okay. And she, Morley said, Derek, did you find the blue lights? And I said, no, that's where I was going next. And I said, uh, where are your, we're going to need to see your blue lights. And they said, we don't have them. Corporate picked them all up. And they said, it's even more suspicious. Uh, what do you mean corporate picked them up? They said, corporate came and picked them all up. It was an edict was sent out. Uh, and we started to go through it. Morley's better at these questions. You know, okay, tell, walk me through that. Uh, but then I actually was assistant. I said, well, where, what triggered this uh, a blue light collection? Blue, blue light, uh, and they said, yeah, blue light collection. And she said, she said, well, uh, it was just strange behavior. People were staring at the blue lights and they weren't spending money. I, I thought that's what your consultants, I said, that was probably another consultancy. Shows there wasn't a special, they said, did you say people were staring at the blue lights? And she said, yeah, they were like entranced by the blue lights. And they say, can you describe entranced? She said, staring with the mouth open at the blue light as it spun. And I said, okay, well, did you have the original blue, blue lights or uh, like new LEDs? Uh, and she said, great question. She goes, it didn't matter. We had both because, uh, uh, you know, those old ones last forever. And then they had the new ones, but they were cheaply made. But LEDs last forever. 
And she said, we even had an interim one with a, like non-blue LEDs, but a blue cover. She goes, those were the worst. They didn't like, uh, they just got on people's nerves. And I said, which did corporate collect? She goes, the blue ones, the other ones they collected. Those, she goes, we threw those away. And I said, okay, well, uh, I, I like, uh, I said, well, I guess, so I said, okay, did people do anything different? And then Morley took over. So you describe the behavior after the entrance. Did they spend more or did they spend less? Did they purchase anything? And she goes, well, she goes, that was actually, she goes, great question. Actually, yeah, the, uh, that was when we moved the blue light special to an upsell thing. Where next to Blue Light Special, we had similar items that were overpriced with higher margins. And she goes, that worked great until we realized that we didn't have, like, it. then they ran the numbers and they said, well, we don't have a space to do that with all our product lines. She goes, it was, uh, it seemed like it had potential. And I said, like, special, like it was special. She goes, yeah, but you, she goes, it just didn't, it wasn't working in our supply chain, didn't have premium items. So I said, wow, this is so interesting. And Morley said, well, we got to find these blue lights. And she said, well, I can't tell you. She goes, they're at the, she goes, I can't tell you. And Morley said, well, I'll go make some calls then. So we stormed out a little bit. Uh, but I think that was just, and Morley said, what are we going to, I said, we'll pull around back. Uh, I still have a clipboard. And I said, Borley, Borley, you know, Borley, Morley back. He said, I told you, this is just, uh, he goes, and, uh, and so we pulled around back to the loading dock of uh, Kmart. And I said, you just follow, I said, when I get out of the car, I said, count to 30 and then follow me in a, like, uh, like an, and be huffing and puffing at me. And, you know, like I'm, I, I messed up, uh. And he said, like, your assistant, Scoots. And I said, yeah, just like I pretend I'm Scoots and not Derek. And he said, you sound just like him right now. And I said, yeah, I do a great imitation of Scoots. Uh, total, total, yeah. And I said, okay. And I got out of the car and I grabbed the rental agreement. So at least I had something on my clipboard. And then I said, oh, boy, like, uh, I was I was acting like the, the March Hare or whatever. Like I was late for something, and then the dudes at the loading dock saw me, and they're like, "Oh well, can you can we help you?" I said, "Oh, I said, oh, but here he's right behind." Is he? I said, "Did he already get out of the car?" And they said, "Yeah, yeah." I said, "He's give give me thirty seconds. Uh, there's supposedly two blue lights here that are unaccounted for." And you gotta take, and then Morley's coming. He said, "I did you." He goes, "I told you." He goes, "This is the spot." He goes, "He goes, I get." He goes, "I just hope no one took the blue lights home." And then the like uh, the shipping or whatever, the, the, everybody started looking at one another. And then the shipping manager came over, and uh, Morley's like, I, "He goes, I told you." And I said, "Don't worry, sir." I go, I go. Uh, I go, well, my manager, supervisor, is trying to say, said, we're missing two blue lights. And he's convinced uh, that some employees maybe took them home because they're so cool. And, like, uh, and I'm convinced that they got tucked away or they're here. And then the bill shipping man, I said, the Bluetooth, I said, they put Bluetooth. I said, don't worry, RFID and Bluetooth uh, combined. So we know. They're here, but the signals are mixed up because it's something like the roof of the store or something. So I said, uh, and I said, it's expensive to bring in a copter to search the area. 
But I said, we need those two blue lights that are missing. And uh, everyone was looking at each other. You know, just like when your teacher says, who took the, you know, who took this off my desk? And he looked around morally and he looked at everybody. He he dead-eyed everybody. He looked every single person in this department in the eye, including the manager. And he said, and I said, don't worry. I said, listen, boss, I got it. I got to go back to the car. He said, we still got 36 other Kmarts to visit. Uh, and he headed off. And I said, listen, I'm covering. I said, there's no way. I said, hey, listen, I get the idea of having a blue light in your living room school. And I got 36 other Kmarts. Uh, but they're looking, I said, probably with the manager for somebody you know, I said, so hopefully no one sold them on eBay. And I said, I'm sure somebody, like I said, I bet you that I noticed that blue lights uh, in the dumpster out there from the the cheap LED model. But I said, the ideal situation is that the two blue lights, uh, and then someone said, was it, it's probably Garrison or somebody, he's been homesick, uh, positive it's him. And then I said, don't worry, I'm not here to point any fingers. And the manager said, get, get Garrison on the phone. And I said, listen, here's what you're going to do. I said, I, I said if, even if you get one out of the two, whether it's Garrison's got it or somebody else, I said, bring it over uh, to the place they sent all the other blue lights. Uh, now, that's top secret. I said, I don't know. Do you know where to bring it? I said, and the manager said, well... And I said, well, I need to confirm. I can't tell you where to bring it, but I can confirm it with you. And I had my clipboard. And I said, I said, if you don't have the address, then you're really in trouble because I can't give it to you. But if you can't get the blue lights there, it, like, and he said, oh, like, and then he ran into his office. He ran back and then he gave me the address. Uh, and I said, say that again. And then I said, okay. I said, are you, are you, I said, what, what was it like? Cause you know, I'm bad at that. I transpose everything. So I wrote it down three times, uh, you know, 1189 commercial circle way or whatever. And I said, great. I said, uh, I said, well, hopefully that blue light finds its way back there. And I said, you have done your company a great service and I got to get out. I got to all these other Kmart's to go to with that, like, uh, that grouch. And somebody said, that grouch looks just like Morley Safer. I said, yeah. I said, he, he, he looks like Morley Safer acts like Andy Roney. It's a dream come true. And they said, is he folksy? And I said, I, I, I'm not sure exactly what that means. But uh, they said, mostly he just berates me about these blue lights. Uh, and then they said, yeah, Corfer really wanted every single one. I can't believe. Uh, they said, no apologies necessary. Just make sure the blue light gets back there. And then I went out to the car, and uh, Morley just left me a note and said I walked over to, like, uh, nearby fast food to eat lunch. So then I went over there and met him, and we had some coffees, and I said, we got, I said, we got the next stage in our case. Uh, and he said, really? And I said, yeah, the warehouse with all the blue lights, very suspicious. And he said, well, why? He goes, it's just a corporate warehouse. I said, no, no, they would just throw them away or let the, I said, uh, other than nostalgia purposes, there's no reason to, I said, I, I guess I, like I could see, I would I, I dream of having blue light, was, uh, like in my uh, place. I said, I don't think I have room for it, but I'm like, can you imagine the fun you could have uh, 
But I said, no, 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 there's no way they're all collected at some. I said, think about the expense to just move all the blue lights. And I said, something's going on here. And he said, what do you think it is? I said, well, I think it's unlikely what I think, that they're somehow putting the blue lights through a machine and that somehow injects them into phones. I said, that's probably unlikely. So I'm not sure exactly what they're doing, but they're doing something. I said, it's probably the, blue, it's the Bluetonians uh, or somebody else. Uh, so we'll wait for nightfall. We'll sneak into this warehouse. And he said, how do you propose that? And I said, don't worry. I said, we'll wait. I said, hey, Morley. I, got, I said, for once, I said, Derek's on the case. He said, oh, Derek. Uh, he goes, I still don't detect a case. I said, don't worry. And he goes, well, how are we going to get it? I said, so then we went to the corporate circle. And we parked out front. And night fell. And eventually an employee pulled up. Whoever that was, I, for, I forgot the name of the employee with the blue light. And I got out of my car. I stopped the, the car. And, it, you know, it was a sun-bleached Honda Civic. And I said, uh, you got the blue light? And he said, yeah. I said, I'll take it. I'm going to bring it over there myself. I'm uh, collecting them. He says, sorry about that. He goes, I said, did you have fun with it? He goes, oh, yeah. He goes, I put a lampshade on it. And I said, you're brilliant. I said, you can't believe I said, get back to work. Uh, uh, see you later. Well done. You just saved everybody's jobs till the inevitable, you know, whatever. I said, keep it up. Uh, and then we had the blue light. And then Morley said, what's next? And I said, we'll go right into the, he said, we'll go around back again. And I said, like, uh, I said, let me think. And he said, well, what do you think? And I said, I, I, I said, for some reason, I get, I like, I get, cause I, like, I'm always working on the, uh, the podcast. And he goes, well, what's, what podcast, Derek? And I said, don't, well, don't worry about that part, Morley. But I said, I always travel with an inverter. So I said, we're taken care of. And he said, what do you mean? And then, so then I got in the driver's seats and the blue light was very unruly. Like, cause it's a giant pole and it's not just like a cheap pole. It's very well made. This was the original, you know, blue light with the wheeling thing. And so then I put it like in the front of the car, like we were undercover and I plugged it into the inverter and drove around back, but all the doors were closed in the back. Uh, and, uh, then I said, okay, I said, uh, he said, what do you say? I said, don't worry, I got a plan. And the cord was pretty long, obviously. So then I said, uh, go hide. I said, see that door there? I said, go hide behind this uh, dumpster there. And he said, what are you going to do? And I said, well, I said, I guess, uh, I said, well, this is a rental car. I said, we'll, we'll figure it. I said, hopefully it's not the Plutonians only. But then I left the car running and I opened the doors and then I like put the blue light special out, uh, like, uh, as far from the car as I could get it, shut off all the lights of the car. So there's just a lone blue light in this commercial, uh, uh, you know, loading dock area, a lot of loading docks this, uh, this time. And the blue light was spinning and spinning. And then I hit it with Morley and I hit the, like, find your car, car thing. So then the car started honking and making noise. And then finally I heard the, like, roll-up door start to open. And then, then I shut off the alarm and then all, it was just the sound of the, Wing, like with the wing wing of the 
the motor moving the light and then the chattering and uh, looking around but like just like what what like is somebody sitting in the car so then like there was a tentative like movement and then like they they, they started slinking and then they like went down the stairs of the loading dock and they said let's go Morley and we ran into this giant industrial building giant warehouse actually and we slipped around and they said okay we gotta hide pretty quick uh this part of the plan, I was like, Morley, be honest, I, mean, I haven't, and he said, don't worry, Derek, he goes, let's find the blue lights and see what's going on, and he goes, I, he goes, he goes, I, call, I called, uh, you know, Glenn and Eddie and Leslie, so he goes, we got back, and I, he goes, I got a satellite uplink, and I said, really, satellite up? I said, does that have blue light, and he goes, uh, he goes, I don't know, he goes, well, let's just get, so then we ran it, we were running through this warehouse, and this was a scene out of a movie because very slowly as we ran down, I don't know, like, I guess Home Depot has these things like where you stack pallets of stuff higher and higher, like orange uh, racks. I, I don't know if that's what you call them. But as we looked at this giant warehouse, and we're talking football fields and football fields of blue lights were in there. And I said, Morley, look around. And he said, Derek, he goes, it's full of blue. He goes, you're right, sir. It is full of blue lights. I said, it is. And he said, what do you think they're doing? And then I said, I don't know. we got to find uh, uh, someplace other than storage for this warehouse. And so we started running. And it was, like, exhausting because it was just this one long lane. And then I said, we got to hide uh, so then we started climbing between the racks, uh, which, you know, navigating is allowed between. So that didn't work because you're trying to walk between blue lights and you're banging them. And at some point we heard a sound that sounded like my rental car uh, being defaced or something. It didn't sound good for my deposit, which was one of my worries. But I was more worried about my uh, uh, power inverter. And all my clothes and stuff like that, they were in the trunk. But whatever, I figured Glenn, you know, and Eddie would, uh... But finally, we started looking around, and then Morley said, what do you think we should do? I said, let's just hide, uh... You know, like, the blue lights will just get down, because they have these cabinets, you know, that they wheel around on. So then for a while, it was like this dark warehouse. Morley, Safer, and I are sitting on the floor of a warehouse... In between blue lights, like trees all around us, and uh, we're trying to be quiet, and Morley gets the freaking giggles, which usually happens to me, because then we heard the door close, and then we could hear walking, and he can't stop giggling. And so then I said, like, I was like, Morley, come on. I said, what are you doing? You're giggling. Like, he couldn't, like, uh, it was probably the cutest thing I've ever seen in my life was the other issue. Yeah, because he's always a, like a like a very professional person, like his public persona, and uh, he was like his eyes were streaming with forgive for, for, he was overcome with giggling, like incomprehensible giggling, and I said more and I was trying to use every technique. I said, tell me about the time like uh, you were investigating this or this. And then I even tried to, uh, like, like, uh, like I accidentally tickled him. Like, I was trying to, like, give him a little pinch uh, on his thigh. But then I tickled him, and then he said, and he said, Morley, you're going to, like, uh, 
like, uh, he said, okay, okay. And then he couldn't, again, he couldn't stop. Uh, and then he said, just let me stand up. And then he like fell down, knocked over a bunch of blue lights. And they said, we're to- toast. But right as he fell, like this loud whirring noise stopped. So I was hopeful, like, you know, it shook him out of his reverie or whatever. He was like, he was in a giggle fest. And this, this, whatever this noise was, it was like clear to me that it was a Plutonian device, not a human sound. Like it was like a whirring with a pulsating. And then I said, Morley, we got to find a new place to hide, uh, like, uh, that where you don't giggle. And then we heard footsteps and I said, okay, like, uh, what are we going to do? Uh, and then I was trying to find, I said, okay, maybe we we'll go over a couple more rows. Cause we knew we went in and all the way to the right was where the loading docks were. So we had the whole left side of the warehouse. Uh, but as far as we had gone, like three rows, they were all blue lights. And then right as we were about to step uh, into the next row, all the blue lights came on. And I'll tell you right now, none of them were freaking plugged in. And they all started to spin and whir. And you hear the word cacophony used uh, now and again about different, you know, sounds or things. Uh, But this was a cacophony of whirs in this echo-like warehouse is cacophony of spinning and whirring and then underlined by the, like, whatever the Plutonian device I assume was. And all the lights were, you know, doing different things and Morley and I, and I was looking in in Morley's eyes bathed in different spinning blue, was blue, a unibaloo, but, you know, in different, and then all of a sudden, like, uh, like all of a sudden the lights became synchronous. Uh, so not only, and then it was no more cacophony, just one whir of pulsating and spinning blue lights. And Morley looked at me, and then behind me, uh, it sounded like, like there was shuffling, and then I looked behind me. And this is the first, I don't know if this is the first time I saw, these Plutonians were bunnies, giant Easter bunnies. And I assume it was some sort of, uh, I assume they they could have been life-size Easter bunnies or employees of the Paz, you know, Monopoly. But they were standing behind me and their fur, which I would assume was blue, was or, or was white, was getting blued, a deep dark blue. And then like a lighter faded blue, and then it would go on morally as he stared at the rabbits, and I felt them behind me, and I turned, and they would be lit by the blue. Then Morley's face would fall into shadow and be lit by the blue. And I stood there, and Morley's mouth opened a little bit, uh, and he said, like he said, he said, hello, uh, I would like to uh, upgrade from Earth. Uh, and they said, what do you say? And I'm like, uh, and they said, what are you doing, Morley? He said, are you from Pluto? I apologize for the last, you know, for the thing with the moon. But I'd like to help you and upgrade to a better planet. And they said, Morley, you're being upsold on being an Earthling. What are you like? Uh, like, uh, and then the, the rabbits uh 
They said, uh, we'll need you to come with us. Uh, they looked like really friendly bunny rabbits, to be honest, even in the blue. And Morley said, it'd be my pleasure. And they said, well, uh, 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 I said, I guess I'll come along because uh, they weren't like, uh, I guess we didn't have anywhere to go either. And so we walked off with the rabbits. And to be honest, like, uh, it was a good time to stop because then they showed us some cots uh, uh, inside an office that we were going to stay at. And the office had a restroom. And they said, you need to stay here for now while we check in with our superiors. Uh, but Morley didn't really talk, and the blue lights didn't stop spinning. Uh, and there was no other light. It was actually, and it was very, uh, it was very calming, like the whirring and the spinning. And I was exhausted from the, our day of adventuring, so we lied down. And I was a little bit like, uh, I don't know. I tend to be good in these situations. Like I say, okay, well, to be better be rested for tomorrow because you got these giant rabbits or people in rabbit suits. Got about forty blue lights for every Kmart that ever existed, and whirring noises. And uh, I would just watch it on the roof of the office. Uh, those rectangular panels on the ceiling we all know so well from the drop ceilings, you know, with uh, made out of that white with little cr- cr- cracks in there. And as watching it go by in the shiny metal that outlines uh, the drop ceilings and the blinds through the office that work looked out on the warehouse and they actually had a water cooler so the way it was lit, uh, and then the sleeping morally lit in blue light as I drifted off uh, to sleep. Uh, so we'll be back soon uh, with whatever happens next. Uh, thanks.